0: So welcome along to the Kent Online podcast on Thursday the 7th of May. I'm delighted to be joined by Ollie Kemp and we're going to be doing a special podcast today on VE Day, something that you've been looking at very closely, Ollie, over the past couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, I feel like I've learnt more than I ever had learnt about VE Day. I think it's funny, isn't it, because it comes along every single year and it's very easy to to forget why it's marked every single year and why it's so important to to remember what happened and obviously 75 years is a a massive occasion uh, although slightly different this year, obviously, because of, um, because of the current circumstances.
0: Absolutely. So this year, VE Day, as you say, is marking 75 years since the end of the Second World War. And it was on this day back in 1945 that Winston Churchill made a very famous speech telling everybody that the following day was going to be Victory in Europe Day. As you say, ordinarily, we probably would have been having our own street parties and things like that on the 8th of May, as they as they did all those years ago. But unfortunately, that's not going to be happening this time around.
1: Very different. Yeah. I mean, if, if you look back 75 years ago as well, that, that, you know, some of the people that I spoke to who who were alive at the time and have quite fond memories of it, you know, the the whole county was alive with noise and bunting and there was parties happening all over the place. And, you know, it was very much a, a community spirit um, that the war was over in Europe. And yeah, that's that's not going to be quite the same this year because there was a lot of street parties planned in all parts of Kent to, to, re, to remember what happened 75 years ago. Um, and now it's going to be very much an indoors affair. So there are a number of things that that people are going to be able to do to commemorate. There's a, a two-minute silence at 11am, um, which hopefully everyone will take part in. Uh, there's a, the Queen's speech as well. Um, she's going to be doing that at 9pm, which is exactly the same time of day that her dad, King George VI, did his speech on VE Day. So that's marking that occasion. There's going to be a toast as well. Uh, hopefully everyone gets involved in the toast, whether that's you know champagne or or tea depending on what your tipple of choice is um i think mine might be beer um <laughs> and uh, yeah so there's a few different ways people will hopefully be able to still mark the occasion but i think you know as long as people are remembering what happened 75 years ago and taking away the message i think that then hopefully still people can still mark it yeah
0: yeah, because absolutely. I mean, we are all going through our own struggles at the moment, whether that be adapting to working from home, being furloughed or homeschooling, or unfortunately, if you've got someone who's, who's been struck down by this virus. But it, it is still important, isn't it, that we remember what happened 75 years ago, those sorts of big anniversaries. Despite what we're going through now, we shouldn't forget those and the sacrifices that thousands and thousands of people made back then.
1: Exactly. And I think one of the things that really came across to me when speaking to some of these people who, who lived in that, in that time and, and have memories of it is that um, it wasn't all celebration because, you know, yes, the war in Europe had ended and people knew about it actually for a number of weeks before it was announced by Churchill. People were aware that the German forces had been shrinking and it was on the cards that the war would be ending in Europe. But, you know, there were still theatres of war happening in places like Japan. Um, There were still loved ones out on the front lines fighting on VE Day. So it was... And and you know that a lot of people had lost, lost people at the time, you know, so there may have been people... Parting around bonfires and raising a toast and 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 all that sort of thing but there was a lot of people as well that were realizing that their post-war world was going to happen without their loved ones because they'd sadly died on the front lines so you know it's not just a cause of celebration it's also a, it is genuinely a marking of, of all those people that lost their lives
0: Absolutely. Now, um, you've written a very special feature that everyone's going to be able to see on Kent Online tomorrow, on Friday. Um, You've spoken to some people who were around on VE Day itself. What was it like chatting to them? Uh,
1: Really strange, I think, especially because the areas that they're talking about, you you know of. and, And it's so strange to imagine what it must have felt like to experience that when it was happening. So some of them were were quite young. So Alan Dudney, who I spoke to for the feature, um, he was, um, he's 85 years old. So he was he was very young during VE Day, uh, but he has some very fond memories of it. And he was told, all, him and all the kids in the street were told that they need to go and collect firewood for these bonfires. I didn't realise that, turns out, most of the streets around Kent had these massive bonfires, but on these tiny streets with houses either side of them. Alan was saying, I can't believe actually now, looking back at it, that, that it was okay to have these huge bonfires next to people's houses. Um, and they were massive. What I also found really interesting was the fact that, and I didn't know this, but in a lot of the past, Parts of the county and there are pictures in the in the piece that you'll be able to see um there were these effigies that were burned either on the bonfire or they hung from gallows and they were often effigies of hitler and it's actually quite dark i, I don't think I, I, mean, I had no idea that that was a thing that people did but there was yeah so many sort of hitler effigies dressed up and then burnt i spoke to a woman from ashford called sylvia smith and she was only four years old uh, on ve day and, but she has a memory of that, so she doesn't really remember much else, but she remembers actually being quite scared, having this fairly haunting image of this effigy being burnt. And, you know, if you've lived a, a life in lockdown, it must be a very strange thing to experience. All of a sudden, people were celebrating in the streets, because if you think about blackout, the blackouts had started in 1939. Streetlights were off. Cars wouldn't be driven at night. All of these things were just part of everyday life in, in, during the blackout. Um, and And all of a sudden that 's all lifted, so those memories must be very strange for for the people that were uh, that were experiencing that, especially the, the much younger people.
0: yeah, I was very interested actually to read sylvia 's thoughts because she was actually quite scared by the whole thing wasn 't she She thought why is everyone? burning things and my light's on again it was, it was quite strange yeah me. you can imagine that can't you
1: well exactly I mean how are you gonna how are you gonna perceive a firework when when you've lived under uh, the life where where the blitz was happening and where usually a loud bang would be something incredibly dangerous that you'd need to you know, to try and hide from but you know, all of a sudden these loud bangs are a cause for celebration. So yeah, I can't can't even imagine how that must have felt.
0: Yeah, very, very strange. Now, as you say, ordinarily, we would have been doing lots of various different things across the county. And one person in particular who would have been um, making a speech on VE Day would be the Queen's representative in Kent, who is, of course, the, the Lord Lieutenant. I've been speaking to Lady Colgrain about VE Day, and this is what she had to say.
2: I know that I always think about the, seeing those photographs of the royal family standing on the balcony at Buckingham Palace and then zooming round and just seeing the thousands of people just lining or packing the mall and um, and in front of the palace and then Trafalgar Square as well and extraordinary outpouring of joy that it was all over. It's a great sadness we won't be able to, to have many of the the things that were being being planned but there are Lots of ideas of how we can do this in a virtual fashion and also on our doorsteps. There's going to be a nation's toast at three o'clock and everybody's being encouraged with um, safe distancing to come out onto their doorsteps and to raise a glass to um, honour the The heroes of the second world war
0: okay and as you mentioned there and you mentioned it earlier ollie we have got this toast tomorrow at three o'clock i should think that's going to be quite a thing for people isn't it to all stand on their doorsteps a bit like the clap for carers that we do on a thursday evening for everyone suddenly to come out all at the same time raise as you say a glass of bubbly i might have bought a little bottle of prosecco for the occasion (laughs) um if i'm allowed that at three in the afternoon on a friday um (laughs) whether it's a cup of tea but just to see all the neighbors come out i mean yes we're remembering the past but we're all very much thinking about the current as well aren't we
1: exactly and i think um in fact those those moments where we have done the the clap for carers on the thursday evenings they have felt quite intense i think especially the first one that everybody did there was this real sense of community spirit i remember standing on our balcony in medway and and hearing all these people stood out inside their doors and and clapping their appreciation I i think it was it was quite an emotional moment for a lot of people and i hope that everybody that participates in the toast on Friday will feel the same thing and even though we can't all spend a lot of time with our loved ones and we we can't you know be in close proximity with each other at least there's there's this where we're able to all celebrate and remind ourselves that we we get through difficult the difficult parts of life all together you know
0: absolutely and um, there is a special phrase to say we're going to put that on kent online that's part of your piece so i mean certainly go on there and have a look at what we need to say for the toast and also the other community thing they're wanting us to all do and i don't know who will get through it with a dry eye is to is to all sing together after the queen makes her speech at at nine o'clock so that's again gathering on the doorstep singing along to we'll meet again oh my goodness i mean if they want (laughs) if they want the nation to be in floods of tears i think that's the way to do it on friday yeah
1: i mean there's uh, there's it's so charged that song anyway isn't it it's a song that's kind of synonymous with the second world war for people waiting for their loved ones to return home and seeing people again and and it it's something that is going to feel even more prevalent i think right now with with lockdown happening, it's it's certainly going to have a few dryers in the house. I don't know don't know what it's going to sound like. Bear in mind, if people have been participating in the toast at three o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> everyone might be a little bit sozzled by that point. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Goodness
0: knows. But of course, the Queen did reference the the lyrics to that song, didn't she, when she made her address um, earlier on during the during lockdown? That was a key part of what she had to say. actually Yeah,
1: and it really does connect what what happened seventy five years ago to to what is happening right now. And I spoke to T- Tam Thompson for the piece, and um, she's ninety. One years old um, amazing and she, she was actually uh, she lived in London during the war but she, she lives in Tunbridge Wells now and um, she said that she imagines the sort of uh, uncertainty that a lot of us are feeling right now it must have been very similar to how her parents were feeling in the second world war even when it was close to ending because yes there was a celebration for it ending but there's a sense of what's going to happen next and uh, what's it going to what's what's the world going to look like once this is over and I think you know some of some of that uncertainty we've all certainly felt over the last few months. So there is absolutely a connection to these two things that it somehow makes VE Day this year even more poignant.
0: Absolutely, and especially going into the weekend, we don't know what Boris is going to say on Sunday. We don't know if lockdown will continue, if there'll be some kind of relaxing of it. Yeah, it's very much uh, kind of echoes of the past at the moment. So as you say, it will make V Day even more poignant. I just wonder if maybe there would be an opportunity to perhaps do something again later on in the year when perhaps we are a bit back to some sort of normality to to get so that we can actually physically get together and remember.
1: Yeah, I think I think that is going to be on the cards. You know, there, there's been a lot of information about the cancellations obviously the culture secretary oliver dowden spoke about the fact that yes we can't do a lot of the things that we were planning on doing but there will be there will come a time where we will be able to so we can remember it this friday we can we can think about it and have it on our minds and celebrate and and mark the occasion and but there will be an opportunity for for celebrations to happen when we're all able to be out of this lockdown i'm sure
0: Excellent, Ollie. Thanks ever so much. Well, don't forget, on Friday itself, the 8th of May, head to kentonline.co.uk. Plenty of information, including Ollie's special feature on VE Day and how you can get involved during the day. Speak to you again soon. See you soon.